and he put a, a ministry together. We will get together with a lot of PKs and then go and evangelize other pastor kids. Um, I want you guys to know, as pastor's children, that I understand your pain. Um, I've been there. I've been there, done that. Um, but I want you to know that in the eyes of God, you have a special place. Priesthood in the Bible, it's a very, very special calling that only comes from God. And the families of the priests were a big deal uh, with the people of Israel. I want you to know that whatever you are, your life matters. And there's a special anointing that goes with you wherever you go. Wherever you find yourself, you need God to come and intervene. Call on him. He will be there for you. I want to take you to the book of Matthew chapter 1. And there's a saying that I heard somewhere that says, behind a great woman, there's a great man. Something like that. I always like to study the different characters around what made Christmas happen in the scripture. When I was younger, my messages used to be very funny, like slash innocent, because of how I would choose the, you know, the topics. I remember you know, one time when I was studying ministry, I, I developed this sermon called um, Five lessons I learned from the donkey that carried Jesus into Jerusalem. Um, just funny topics, but not tonight. So I want to take you to the book of Matthew chapter 1, and today I want to speak to you about a person we hardly ever hear, you know, during these times, but I think it's very important for us to know because there's great... Um, spiritual lessons that we can learn from the person that God chose to be the husband of Mary. So Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 to 25 says, uh, This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill uh, what the Lord has said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate 
their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Almighty God, we thank you, Lord, for this beautiful opportunity we have to come together um, as believers, as, as people who, who, who believe in you. I pray tonight, Lord God, that we can treasure these lessons um, that you took Joseph through and that we can apply into our lives and, and understand how every single action that we do or happens to us, even though we may not understand it, is connected to a bigger plan in your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. So I want to share with you just uh, about three thoughts about what happened uh, during this time. You know, we, we talk a lot about Mary and the Virgin Mary. And one time, I, um, one of my friends uh, who was a Catholic, her dad passed away, and they didn't have a priest, you know, that could go and, and do, like, some type of ceremony. So I told her uh, that I could go. And she said, well, I don't know about that. Uh, and I said, why not? You know, if you, if you don't have a priest, I can go, and, and I'll do everything. And she said, no, because I'm Catholic, and you're a pastor, so you can't come. And I told her, I promise you I won't disappoint you. So she allowed me to go to the funeral. There were a couple of hundred people there. And I preached a message called Five Reasons Why I Love Mary. And they were so fascinated. You know, at the end, people were coming to me. They were calling me father. People were kissing my hands. And I was like, wow, this feels great. But that was not the point. Uh, so we talk a lot about Mary and we forget that in order for Mary to be a great uh, woman, just like God has chosen her to be, there had to be a great man, a special man, a unique man that God had to choose to fulfill the plan that God wanted to accomplish. And the first thing that I want you to notice is that um, verse 18 says that this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. We have to understand that the book of Matthew uh, targets Jewish audience. So Matthew was writing this book thinking about how a Jewish person would understand the coming of the Messiah. So he says his mother was, uh, Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant. So there was a custom in the Old Testament that when you wanted to marry someone uh, or you wanted to give your daughter so that she would marry someone, you know, from a family that you like, they, were, they went through a period that was called pledge, you know, in which they were technically married, but they were not living together yet. It was like the engagement, you know, period, you know, for us in, in 2019. So during this engagement period, one of the reasons why they had created, you know, this system was to know or to make sure that the woman wasn't pregnant by another man when she was marrying, you know, this, this husband, and they would be able to start a life together. So the Bible says that um, his mother was married, uh, verse 18, was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came to, together, uh, it says she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. So this is a big deal. Uh, I want you to know that in this story, 
Mary knows what's happening. She knows that an angel came to her and spoke to her. You are going to conceive through the Holy Spirit and the Messiah, you will give birth to the Messiah. But Joseph, the guy, he didn't know what was happening. He was just waiting, you know, for the time to come and, and marry Mary. But he didn't know what Mary knew. It was different. So the Bible says that uh, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. So all of a sudden, during this engagement period, somehow Joseph noticed that Mary's belly started to grow. And he said, this is not me. What's going on here? So the, the scripture says that, verse 19, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law or the word of God, um, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. One of the things, and this brings me to the first point that I want to share with you, is that in life, for us to accomplish the plan that God has for us, we have to align our life with the plan that God has for us, even though we may not understand it sometimes. So Joseph, he started thinking, okay, Mary is pregnant. I did not do that. So what I'll do is, he started thinking, you know, about the options. If I break up this completely, and by the way, uh, back in the days, you know, during those times, if you wanted to divorce a woman, it was very easy. You would just write like a little certificate and say, I'm divorcing you, you're free. But you had to do it in the presence of two or three witnesses. So Joseph is thinking, if, if I divorce her like this, she's going to get in trouble. Uh, she's probably going to get stoned. You know, that's what the law says. And I don't want to shame her. What should I do? When he's thinking about all these things, in verse 20, the scripture says, but after he had considered this, so he had been thinking about the options. One of the things that I want you to know today, isn't it incredible how Joseph didn't react emotionally to the problem that was happening to him? Like, I don't know if you guys are able to place yourself in Joseph's shoes but generally speaking, when somebody hurts us, the nature, our flesh, is to want to hurt back the person that hurt me. We want to get back at that person, okay? So you don't want to answer the phone right now, okay? I'm going to let you call me all day, and I will not answer you. Okay, so you're not speaking to me today, okay? I guess we're not going to talk for two days. Or there's, there's this natural uh, flesh uh, in us that has the tendency to respond emotionally without thinking about who we are in God. And I want you to notice that the Bible says in verse 19, because, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, the word of God. Joseph was a special man. 
He was a very special man because Mary was a special woman. Joseph, Lord, loved the word of God. And he knew that in the word of God says that we must forgive people for the hurt or the damage that they do to us. But this is a big deal. I mean, think about it. Your girlfriend or the person that you are engaged with all of a sudden gets pregnant and everybody knows you're dating and she doesn't tell you anything. Or by the way, I'm going to get pregnant uh, through the Holy Spirit. So in a couple of months, you're going to see my belly a little bit bigger. Uh, Mary doesn't talk to Joseph like that. Joseph starts to notice and he starts thinking about options. But he did not react emotionally to the situation because he loved God. How many things will change in my life, in our lives, if we will react to things and situations from the perspective of God, based in the love of God, based in the plan that God has for us? Verse 20 but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. So, Joseph, he didn't know that the woman that he was going to marry was going to conceive through the Holy Spirit. It would, have been, it would have been nice if Angel Gabriel, you know, would have gone to Joseph. Hey, Joseph, you know, the, the woman that you're dating right now, she's going to conceive through the Holy Spirit. And this is the plan. A, B, C, D, and E. Okay, just to let you know, give you a heads up. Don't panic. Don't worry. Everything is taken care of. But many times, God doesn't work that way. In many situations, God doesn't give you the whole picture because the point of believing in God is to walk by faith. The Bible says that the righteous man will live and walk by faith. So we have to walk in faith and believe that we are going to jump, you know, in, into life knowing that whatever God is taking me, he has already been there. He's already there waiting for me. Point number two that I want to share with you today is um, the importance of, of keeping our emotions healthy. Now, God speaks through a dream to Joseph and says to Joseph, okay, Joseph, uh, don't divorce Mary, uh, don't walk away, don't hide Go ahead and take care of your wife because she's pregnant from the Holy Spirit. And he goes ahead and, and does that. But if you think about it, sometimes there's people who, not everybody, but, you know, sometimes there's people who like to do math, you know, with couples. Okay, so you guys been together, uh, got married one month, but you're like seven months pregnant. I don't know about that. Eh? And they start doing the math, you know. So Joseph knew that he was going to take Mary as his wife, and there were probably people going to be, you know, doing the math somewhere. 
but they were probably not going to say anything because that was something that he had decided to do. But Joseph, you know, he, he just jumped onto the opportunity. And what I like, you know, about verse uh, 21 that says, She will give birth to a son and you will give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. This is, this is in, incredible. You know, number one, Joseph, he's a man who loves the law. Loves the word of God. Number two, he doesn't want to discredit, you know, the person who offended him. Sometimes I have um, a lot of disagreements, you know, with people in my work um, because I do a lot of office work. And there's people who I'm sure maybe has happened to you, but there's people who when they want to get you in trouble, uh, they email you and they CC somebody else or your supervisor. Have you ever been in that situation? And sometimes they think they're so smart, they email you and they BCC their supervisor. I have a coworker that she tells me, you know, every time I get an email like that, I respond, reply all. And the other person who doesn't know that he's being BCC, he responds, reply all. And that's how I found out that he was BCC'd. And I was like, wow, that's pretty smart. But I, um, I talk to my coworkers and I say, look, there's two reasons why you're going to CC somebody. Number one, uh, your supervisor wants to know everything that is happening in your department. That's fine. But number two, if the purpose, if your purpose is to tell your supervisor, look, I'm doing my job. This person is not doing her or his job, so I'm getting him or her in trouble by giving you a copy of my email, then that is not true leadership because you are taking the other person down. What you should be doing is coaching the person into grow and develop a little bit more so that you don't use your boss's credibility to talk to another person. And Joseph, it is just amazing that he did not retaliate, you know, during this time of transition. He didn't respond back. He was just obedient. Even though he did not understand in the beginning and he was thinking about options, but he was not thinking about the worst case scenario. He was thinking about how can I move away from Mary without embarrassing her or with, without creating like a big chaos. And that's when God, you know, jumps in and God speaks to Joseph. If Joseph had had a bad attitude and would have left Mary, we would probably be talking a different story tonight. But because he had the best attitude during the most questionable moments of his life, the plan of God was able to be accomplished. I want to encourage you today, wherever you are in life, you may not understand what's happening with you or what happened to you, what's happening to your family, but I want you to know that if you are a son or a daughter of God, you are in his divine purpose. Number two, I want to encourage you, you know, like Joseph when there's questionable times that come to you and you're thinking about the options, let's do what Joseph did. He didn't react to the situation. He, 
He thought about the options and he was trying to act in a way that would not hurt Mary. But he was just going to go away quietly and that's when God jumped in. Uh, but number three, let's remember that our best attitude towards life, things that happen in our lives, um, has a great reward for us. Let's pray. Almighty God, we want to thank you today for just for how wonderful you are, Lord. We want to thank you for Joseph and how you chose this man with these qualities so that he would complement Mary and be a father to Jesus through all his life. Father, I want to ask you tonight, Lord God, for anyone who might be struggling with things that they don't understand. And they're asking tonight, God, what is happening? What's going on? I thought I had a plan. I thought I had an objective. Things didn't work out. What's happening? And as we are thinking during this season about the options of what we're going to do in life, I pray, Lord God, that you will speak to us and that we will make those decisions and choices not based, Lord God, in, in, in our nature, but based, but thinking in what's best for your kingdom because that's what you honor. I pray for anyone who's struggling tonight, that you speak to them tonight, that you lift them up, that you bless them, you touch them, you heal them. If you are here tonight and you have never prayed a prayer of salvation, as we have our eyes closed, um, where you are right now, I want you to repeat this prayer after me and say, Lord Jesus, thank you for salvation and thank you for coming into this world to die for me on the cross. Today, I open the doors of my heart and I invite you to live in my life and I accept you as my personal and only true Savior. I ask you, Lord, that you teach me how to live for you and write my name in the book of life. Thank you, in Jesus' name. God bless you all.